Well, welcome back to Thoughts on the Social World, the Social World podcast. I'm Dave Niven, and as always, it's a pleasure to have your company. Now, it's been a month, but it's been holiday season, and um, here we are back again at the start of the next 10 years of recording and fantastic guests. <clears throat> but I've been racing across the world recently, talking to all sorts of people to do with massive world issues, with vulnerable people to do with human trafficking and anti-slavery, etc. And you can't forget, though, that there's an awful lot of work that goes on at home at all levels. So today, you may remember some time back there, I did a, a podcast with George Livingston from Granton Remakery, a small but important local charity. Well, the small but important local charity is growing. And George Livingston's back to talk about it, and I'm really delighted. Hello, George. Welcome back. Good morning, David. It's nice to be back with you. Okay, now, I hope we've got time to get in all the changes that Granton's actually experiencing. Um, let's let's just start, all right, since since the last time we talked to you. You, um, you told me that we've got different days now, one for young people, young learning disabled adults, and another day for unemployed, and others who are just sort of having troubles in life, poor well-being, medical care, whatever, and you're trying now to broaden out and you've managed to be successful with quite a few grants, which are really helping. But obviously, you still need more finance. Now, taking all of that as one, let's hear it from your side. What, what What's the changes from your point of view that have been happening? Well, I, th I, th I think we need to go back a fraction just before the changes, if I may, to start with. Mm -hmm. I think one of the strengths of a small community social work charity is that they can actually create partnerships with their community and begin to listen to the needs of that community. Mm -hmm. And there are then two ways of running a charity. You provide a service and you continue to provide it regardless, or you adapt to meet the needs that you can, because you will never meet them all, but you adapt to meet the needs that are being expressed within your community. Good sense. And we, 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 we form lots of partnerships in our local community. But one of the things we did this year, we started the process of carrying out an annual community survey of our services and the things we do. And to us, it, 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 was, it was a delight, actually, I have to say, hmm. uh, in that 92% of respondents thought our services were highly effective or very effective. Nice. And, and that... That just felt wonderful, as you might Powerful imagine. Powerful number. Powerful number. But that doesn't mean you can't change and improve. Mm. And we've always got to hold on to that. Don't get caught up in today. We need to look at tomorrow. Mm. There were other things that came back in that survey. Things being expressed about a need for more services for adults. Now, it, it was as non-specific as that. So we actually then had to go out and begin to talk to people. Okay, George, just a second, actually. I just suddenly thought, sorry interrupting you, but just a second. It's okay. Two sentences very quickly for those that maybe didn't hear the first podcast about what, what the status quo was before any changes started. Is that okay? okay what, the, the, I mean, what, what was the charity doing? In the main, we were working with young people from the school who were struggling with academic work 
teaching them work skills, where appropriate, getting them onto employability skills courses and moving them closer to work or into work. Um, and our, our, our work stream success, if you like, continues because 85% of the people we've worked with who were eligible for work are in jobs. So again, a very powerful figure for us. Very good. So we're, we're doing something right. <laughs> well, it, does, it, it sounds like it. It does sound like it. Okay, look, but you're developing. So take Yes, it, take we're it developing. And, and, and there, were, there were kind of two reasons behind that. One... The main one being the community driver, the, the need for more services for adults. And, and we went out and uh, the Cairngorm National Park employ a health worker mm-hmm. who looks at well-being amongst the population and provides services. Right. And he was very clear that there's a, a number of adults that come through onto his books. Uh, and, and many of them he would arrange for them to go out walking or go out hill walking or go out and and help rangers do some work in the woods and in the forest. Um, But there were some who needed some indoor things to do. And he felt that our services would support that. So with that in mind, we've started to talk to really two main groups. First of all, our local medical practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've ha- we've had initial discussions. The final meeting happens early in February, but we're looking to become an organisation that GPs can use for social prescribing for mm-hmm. people whose well-being is suffering for whatever reason, but they don't hit the thresholds for mental health support services. Right, so they're um, in a kind of a limbo. They are. They're in that spot where nothing really happens. Right. And one of the things that was fed back to us by some of the young people we worked with, a young girl who worked with us for a time and has now moved on into work, she said the best thing she got out of being at the remakery was able to build personal confidence. Yeah. Now, if people are suffering from poor well-being, they almost always have a complete lack of self-confidence as well. So those are things that we can work on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also lots of research out there about the benefits of working with wood, reducing stress levels, reducing blood pressure, reducing heart rate, um, just the feel-good factor of producing something with wood. It's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we're working towards developing a course which has the working title of well-being through working with wood. Yeah, I love your alliteration here, George. That's great. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> um, so, so we're working on that, but we're we're looking to become a, a an organisation that can accept social prescribing from local GPs. Well, that would be quite strong. That would be quite an advance, wouldn't it? And and a very strong kind of um, community link. Yes, I think it is. And, and and that brings me back to my very pers- first point, that we're a community social work charity. Okay. Uh, so, so the stronger those links are, the more sense it makes to me. And I know uh, there's the, more, so please yeah, tell us more. The other, discussions, the other discussions we're having are with people who support um, forces veterans, ex-forces personnel. Mm-hmm. Many struggle to get fully into the community or into the workplace. 
um, when leaving the forces, because the forces is a big family to them, and suddenly they're without that family. Um, so I have a meeting the end of this week, in fact, with with a, a captain who represents um, ex forces personnel to discuss how we begin to provide the same support service about working with wood um, to those people. Is that, uh, so a local, a... is that a local kind of um, development or is it something to do with, for example, SAFA, you know, the Soldiers, Sailors and the Air Force kind of organisation um, that looks Wait, after? The people we're speaking to are are, are not part of SAFA. They're, they're, they are a veterans association. All right. OK. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, so, good luck so with it, that. It is, it is more local. And in fact, in many ways, that's good because we, we've spoken to Safa, we've spoken to Red Poppy, we've spoken to everybody, and we come up against the same barrier. We can't tell you anything <laughs> because of GDPR. Yeah. Um, so we get stuck. So I'm hoping. Let us say we... what GDPR is for some listeners. For the listeners. Sorry, it's data protection. Yeah, I know. Okay, thanks. Um, um, tricky. I should know better than talk an acronym, shouldn't I? <laughs> well, that's the first. It's okay. You're allowed one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, but that's a that that could be quite. I mean, have you any idea of local numbers, or are you you just kind of going to find that out after your conversations? You think? No, we'll find that out after the conversation. Anecdotally, there are a, there are a, a reasonable number of people, and and we're we're not talking about hundreds. We're talking in the tens. Probably, um, but anecdotally there are a number, but we don't have the facts. So the first step is to have the meeting with the association and, yeah, and, and see where size, that goes. Yeah, for the size of Grant and Remakery, I mean, you know that that's that's a reasonable sort of size of numbers to start with. I think. I mean, I know there's a massive issue in some of the bigger cities with, like, some people even saying that about. 20% of all homeless people are ex-forces, which, of course, is a scandal. But, I mean, um, there's so much going on and being and, and, and group like that being affected and not being getting enough support that I think it's excellent at your local level that you're even thinking of doing something about it. That's really good. But I, But I think what people miss when they talk about the cities is that one of the most fertile recruiting grounds for the army in particular are the highlands of Scotland. Yeah. And and that is mainly rural. Right. Yeah. Um, many of many, you know, the Highlanders, for example, and, and I know they're not that now because they're, they're all part of the Scottish regiment, but um, the, the highlands were a main recruiting area and still are. So there are lots of people. And, and in some ways that makes it worse because where we're situated, we fall completely within the government definition of rural deprivation. And that that's deprivation due to lack of services, poor transport, poor broadband. Although I have to say Granton is moving its own way out of poor broadband. They're fitting a radio broadband system that's a one gigabyte system. But, but the rural areas round about don't have that. Right. It also... Because of where it is, much work there is in the tourist trade. So it's a low-wage trade. So there are all sorts of issues in an area like Granton. Um, 
which is a lovely area to work in, I must say, with, with wonderful people. But there are people who will need the kind of services that we offer. What this might mean, of course, is that we expand from our three days to four days. And that's what we're hoping then to gain the funding for. Well, I think uh, there is funding around for yeah. community mental health support. I'm waiting to hear on that application about that just now. And there's funding around for uh, forces veterans. Well, you're growing. That's the point. I mean, I, yes. I get it. And it, indeed, you might have to go to four days, but I'm guessing you you wouldn't go to four days if you if it wasn't appropriate and, and you couldn't manage no. it. So um, if you are and if you do, perfect example of how we introduced today by talking about how you're growing. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I see it as both growth and service development because some of the developments are about how we might change some of the things we're doing. And I talk about the talked earlier about the course in terms of working with wood, which is slightly more formal than some of the things we've done up to now. Well, let's talk but about that. As... Let, let's, let's pause a moment. Could we, George, just talk about that? Because that essentially is your core work, as you call it. Um, yes. Now, if one other thing that you haven't talked about yet, but I know that you've told me that it's in your plan is talking to this um, Circular Community Scotland. Uh, could you just say a little bit about what that is, what it might mean, and how that might be relevant for you? Right, well, Circular, I, I think before that, for people who haven't listened before, and I've talked about teaching people work skills and employability skills, we do it by collecting furniture that would otherwise go to landfill, and we repair, refurbish, or upcycle it, for resale. So that links us into the Circular Community Scotland bit. Circular Community Scotland was set up by the Scottish Government to begin to support organisations to have a circular economy. In other words, not always buying new, but yeah. getting what you have upgraded, improved, or replacing it from the used market. Recycling. Used market. Um, now, we are a member of Circular Community Scotland because while our core work is about employability and personal development, our that work is facilitated by us doing the work that circular communities want to see happen. Yeah. Um, I can't talk too much about the future of that just now because we're in an assessment process with them for some possible work. Okay. So I, I can't say too much just now, other than the fact that Circular Community Scotland are very creative in how they are thinking about supporting all sorts of businesses to well, that's adopt. That's a positive thing. I mean, what do you know what their their kind of core funding is from? Where do they get their core funding? It's from? Scottish government, which is where it came from initially. Now I'm not sure, but I think it's still government funded. Okay. Um, I mean, that's a real, I mean, that's such a kind of almost sounds like a win-win to me, you know. Well, I think it is. You've, you've been doing all this work about re recycling furniture, etc., gathering it up, bringing it back, repairing it, and at the same time teaching, at the moment, mainly young people, but, you know, um, about um, how they can learn the world of work through through working with wood and through kind of serving the community. So, I mean, yeah. I think, honestly, at the end of the day, having something like this, if you're successful or 
if they want you and if you want them, um, will be a real feather in your cap. Well, I, th- I, I, I think it, I think it is, and and I would go slightly further and say it's actually a win-win-win. And the third <laughs> win is that not How only that? do we, we, well, we not only teach the young people the skills of of mm. work and being at work, and and not just young people. We've got young learning disabled adults come in as well mm. uh, currently, um, but we teach them about protecting the environment while we're at it. And that, that for me, is the third win. Okay. So let's in, in, tally in this up. Let's tally this up from what you were doing. From When we talked last, and we've talked a couple of times, you know, I know that, but, I mean, and people yeah. listening carefully will have remembered, but what you talked about before was incredibly helpful for the community, but it was it was a bit limited in terms of it was kind of had its boundaries, you know, the kind of a few young people referred from the school woodwork collecting the furniture doing it up etc it was mainly and you've got obviously modest premises i know that but um generally you weren't talking about anything like the courses the well-being courses the working with local gps for social referrals you weren't talking about the 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 ex-forces members that you might would be able to kind of offer some support to and now, of course, the Circular Community Scotland thing about the whole kind of a, the bigger recycling organisation that essentially is um, ticking all the boxes at the moment in terms of uh, environmental support. So, you know, what a change, George. Yeah, well, I, I, to me, that makes sense. It, it it takes five years for a business to grow into something sustainable. We started in November 19. And I think... We, okay, we were we were interrupted by the pandemic. Obviously, um, we survived that, which was, I think, in itself a bit of a miracle. But there we go. Um, and we're now at the stage of beginning to develop, having consolidated what we do, shown that what we do works. And I, and I I think the mistake that many people make is to want to do a hundred percent immediately. Whereas I think you need to grow incrementally and manage that growth. And and for me, that's what we're doing. We've consolidated what we do. We've shown it works by the numbers we get into work, by the feedback from the community. Now it's the time to take the next steps. And Um, I suppose you're overflowing with money. Not at all. We are extremely. <laughs> there are like some most we, charities are, yeah, yeah. Most charities are, and anything that operates on the high street in a retail environment struggles just Ooh, now. Yeah. Um, and 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 I suppose part of the struggle is of our own doing, because there are services that happen that weren't planned, that have just happened, but but we endorse them, and one of them, for example would be lots of young families in our area have been in rented furnished accommodation and there's quite a bit of building going on and they're moving into their own house for the first time now i would hate to furnish my own house from you right now Mm. it's an incredibly expensive thing to do so we can support young families uh by giving discounts on already reduced fam prices to enable them and in some way 
for me, that it's very small, but in some way that helps towards the relief of child poverty. Because if families I are not overstretching the themselves... Yeah, I do. I understand that, that linkage that you're making. Can I just ask you a quick question on that before you move on? Yeah. Would you just offer or help try and help the kind of, if you like, young couples sort of struggling to start out and furnish a place from existing stock? Or would you literally go out and seek stock on their behalf to try and help them with? We do both. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we have we have significant stock. We've 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 got a container, a shipping container that's absolutely full of stuff. And, and just an example of partnership with the community that container was donated to us by another small company and a company who does wood cladding sent a lorry from King Yusi to Elgin, which is a, a reasonable travel, to pick the container up and bring it back to Granton and site it in the school grounds. The school gave us the grounds to put it on and none of them charged anything for doing that work. They supported what we were doing. Oh, that's good. I mean, I mean, these kind of you know, back, back, sort of, if you like, back stories that are going on and the kind of, the kind of the support that you don't see, you know. But when yes. you scratch the surface, it's, it's fantastic. Sometimes what people will do to support each well, other, and, and that's, it was that's going to cost us up to one and a half thousand to do that. Yes, really. you know, and and that's that's the the kind of the partnership with the community and 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 businesses locally that we talk about. Um, so. You know, okay, these developments can I just, can I just... the other services. Okay. Sorry, can I just No, mention... no, you go on, you go on. The other service, other than supporting young families, uh, can I just, I better finish that bit first, actually, is okay. that, oh, yeah, they look at stock, but we also, we, we, we keep we keep a book, if you like, we, we jokingly call it the lookout book, with people's names and addresses and the furniture they're looking for. And as soon as somebody oh. offers us something, we can contact them and say, We've been offered this. Do you want to come and have a look at it? Yeah. So we, we we do look out as well. But the other service that's definitely developed, and, and I didn't see it coming, are the number of people who appear in the shop. And uh, there are some who will come in and say, have you anybody who could sew a button on my coat? Or <laughs> can I have a look around? And actually, you mainly find that those are people living on their own. And what they're actually saying is, is there anybody I can speak to? Yeah, I know. I'm lonely. How about they don't... Yeah, you're the only person I've talked to today, you know, that yes. kind of thing. Yeah. They don't express it that way. And in fact, we've got more coming in now because you, you, you spoke about getting grants. Uh -huh. I managed to get enough grants to fully insulate the building and fit an air source heating system. So our building is now comfortable, whereas last winter it was freezing. <laughs> it's now comfortable and warm. So we've got more people coming in always saying, oh, it's lovely in here. Hey. <laughs> oh, we'll be running so, a cafe next, George. No, because that would be in competition with all our local cafes. And oh, we wouldn't right. do that. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but, that, but I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, to my mind, what you've just described there about the drop-ins, if you like, and so forth are... Just a perfect example of you actually making a sta making a name for yourself in the community, the, the charity, and actually being a, a kind of, if you like, a bit of a hub. And I think that development is very, very positive because it really well, indicates that you're being you're being kind of accepted very well. Well, I think I think what if if I can quote from our survey, hmm. 
uh, in in the comments part that there are th- three. Uh, I mean, there are lots that say no. We've nothing more to say, but we've got keep up the great work. Thank you for a great service. Granton Main Street needs you. And for me, I think one of the most important ones is I think you do a wonderful job and bring integrity, kindness and wonderful resourcefulness and creativity to the community. Now, isn't that a wonderful statement to get about the work you do? It's lovely. I mean, of course it's lovely. I mean, um, I and, it, and it wasn't your own family, was it? So, no, it wasn't. No. You know, but I, I don't mean, know who it was. These comments are what you keep you going sometimes. I mean, absolutely, because it's not just kind of anonymous Mrs. X or Mr. Y from 500 miles away. It's somebody that you're actually there for and work. That's the whole purpose of the remakery. Talking about that just quickly before I forget, um, as always, on the front page of this podcast, we're going to put all the contact details for you for the mm-hmm. remakery and you know, a couple of things about what you've been doing again and changes and so forth. And also I, I'm guessing if people wanted to help and look into it a bit further, your website and everything would indicate yes. um, where they might just be in, interested in making some donations. We're hoping shortly to start a fundraising campaign. Right. Um, so, so I would I would let you know about that, but we're, oh. we're we're not quite at the stage of doing it yet. No, 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 no. But I mean, I, what, what I'm saying essentially is that I, I want I really would like people to begin to follow you. I think that's what I'm thinking as much as anything. Yes. And when we would the time, when the time comes, you know, if you do need more funding, um, that's the way to do it: building up your audience. So, yes. okay, right, right, okay. Now, you say you've got, is it next week, did you say? That's very good timing with the uh, medics, the, the conversation. With uh, no, it, first week in February. First week in February, right. Yes. Because that, that could be significant. Are there many GP practices within striking distance, or is this one main one? This is one main one at this point. We're, we're, we're starting with the local Granton and Spade practice, which covers all the small villages round about. Mm-hmm. Um, but following that, we hope to go and speak to the Aviemore practice. And uh, there's also a mental health social work team in Aviemore that covers the area. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they have expressed is that they work with people. But at the end of that work, when they no longer fit the criteria for a mental health team Mm. there's still often a gap before they're fully ready to move back into the workplace and fully networked with society and and they're wondering about that gap the people who fit that as maybe coming to us for the the last bit if you like of the work uh to help them fully integrate back into the workplace and and so but but that's sometime down the line well look we'll we'll make sure I mean, what what I want to do is make sure that people who are interested, who've listened to you today and and so forth and, and understand that, you know, you are a kind of a, a slow growing deliberately, but increasingly important development in Grantham. 
they, can, they can follow us on Facebook. Right. Well, there you are. We'll get that. We'll make sure we get it all on that front page so people can just have a, a kind of a link um, to whatever you feel is appropriate. Yeah. Okay, look, um, we're kind of at the end of time again, I suppose. Um, but okay. a couple of minutes worth. Let's let's have a chat about where this could go, because obviously, all if all the things that you've talked about happened, you're going to be a busy boy. Um, but at the same time, I know you, and I know you've probably got one or two others uh, developments or approaches or projects that you've got in mind. Is there anything you can say right now, or? Shall we just wait and see for the next one? No, I, th- I, th- I don't think there's anything more I, w- I would want to comment on at this point. Um, it, 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 it's become a bit of a standing joke. It's, I'll, I'll go into the shop and the project man- manager's there uh, and I'll say to him, Peter, I've been thinking. And he buries <laughs> his head in his hands. <laughs> he says, oh no, what now? <laughs> But I've stopped telling him I've been thinking for a little while. We need to consolidate the developments we, ha- we we have coming up. We need to work through them because there will be learning for us in them. We do you have a have good to... relationship? Do you have a good, sorry interrupting you, but it just made me think, do you have a good relationship with local um, statutory services, social services, police and so forth? There's no police station in Granton and there's no social work service based in Granton. <laughs> Great, great. great. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it's one of the issues in that services are parachuted in and taken out again. How how um, close is the nearest social services office? Aviemore is about 12, 13 miles away, but, but not good public transport. And police? It's again Aviemore as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, well. I think that's good, though, because it gives people a sense of some difficulties that you might run up against in terms of accessing local support. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I think the one that you were asking about the future, I think the kind of important thing is, you know, I'm, I'm 10 years retired and supposedly winding down a little bit what I'm doing. And I think the, the biggest thing we need to find is somebody to replace me and the work I do with the remakery. And my job is jokingly called development manager, but my main job is actually writing funding applications and getting in the money that keeps the place running. And we need somebody in the future, in the next couple of years, who can begin to take over that. And I'm happy to spend time with them developing those skills because I had somebody spent time teaching me how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I found that very important. Well, um, let's make that the challenge. I mean, obviously that's, that's, that's important to you. And I think let's let me try and help wherever I can by making sure there's something on the text for this podcast that actually <clears throat> um, says anybody in the region or the area that, wants to have a chat about it to get in touch with you that would be very helpful we we i mean the the, the project manager is the same age as me and he'll be going in the next couple of years as well so we need to replace him oh, too you people retire at 30 oh, it's crazy yeah <laughs> well it, it has been said second childhood yeah. although if you ask my wife she would say i hadn't left the first childhood <laughs> anyway look george uh, it's 
been a pleasure as always. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna have to stop right there. But thanks ever so much. Yeah, but I want about... to, I want to thank, thank you, David, for taking the time to do this because it's very supportive of us, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, well, we'll keep it going. All right, thank you, George Livingston, Granton Remakery. We'll see you again in the future. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Bye.